Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome to another episode of the 2A Lifestyle Podcast. Before we get started, let's go ahead and knock out these fucking house rules. If you haven't already, go ahead and check out our social media. We have a Facebook page. It is under the number 2A Lifestyle. And on Instagram, we are located as 2 spelled out. That is T-W-O-A Lifestyle. Go ahead and check out our social media. We have some pretty good shit that goes on there. We just fucking hit 500 followers on Instagram. Let's go ahead and keep have that shit growing. We have well over 12,000 on Facebook. Let's keep that shit going, folks. And also, if you like what we're doing on this podcast, go ahead and subscribe on Patreon. We have a Patreon for you guys to go ahead and help us you know, grow the podcast. It basically... What we do with that Patreon money is we are just, you know, it just pays the, the fucking bills to publish this podcast. Anything else is going straight back into the podcast. We got NRAM coming up. We're going to be using some of that money to have the travel expenses to and from NRAM. We also have other shit that's going on. We're going to be having a YouTube channel and we also are going to be getting into fucking TikTok. Uh, that is the wild west of social media now. So we're going to be doing some videos. We're going to be having a fucking video podcast going out so we're going to have a bunch of good shit on that Uh, we are going to be hitting the one year anniversary of the 2A lifestyle at the end of this month so let's go ahead and let's start having that shit going and getting us looking fucking gravy for that kind of shit so go ahead and check us out on Patreon you can you know donate whatever the fuck you can one dollar a month that's all we need that helps us out a lot if all y'all would fucking donate one dollar every month it would do wonders for the podcast and i mean i know lots of y'all listen to this i mean fucking it is amazing uh texas you are the goat you have been fucking killing it in regards to having us fucking downloaded uh we know california is the number one texas you are number two i'm sorry to say that i know fucking texas likes to think we're number one all the time georgia arizona and pennsylvania uh, fucking worldwide. We are a worldwide podcast, fucking y'all. I mean, I don't know who y'all motherfuckers are in Australia. Y'all reach out to us. Let us know who you are. Tell us some bitch, you know, some shit about you. Uh, you are way, you know, we have dedicated at least a dozen listeners in Australia every podcast episode. It is amazing. We love it. Uh, but let's go ahead and start getting into this and let's start off with this podcast episode, shall we? Alright, let's start getting into the first segment of the main news segment. We got lots of crazy, kind of cool, cool shit. Crazy shit, you know, I'm deciding to go a little fucking upbeat this podcast episode because I laid out a shit ton of gun control stuff, and this is kind of fucking crazy. This actually comes to us from WBTV, uh, and this is, comes from the uh, Raleigh-Durham area. TSA finds multiple 3D printed firearms at the Raleigh-Durham International Airport, and they have pictures of the shit. And I don't think, honestly, these these aren't. I mean, these are pictures are not functional firearms. These are sci-fi made. You know, like they look like one of them looks like something from Halo. Uh, the other one uh, looks familiar, but I can't fucking place it. Uh, but it is, you know, obviously from some sort of fucking you know sci-fi. But that you know that's that just goes to show either the ignorance or the bias of the media, even local media, because this is a local fucking uh, news 
source right here, WBTV, so I'm assuming this is like a local television station. Uh, it says multiple 3D printed firearms. Uh, they should say firearm props, I guess you could say. I mean, because that's all these are. These are no way, shape, or form functional firearms. Uh, but it goes on to say in um, Morrisville, North Carolina, replica firearms produced by 3D technology was discovered at Raleigh-Durham International Airport, according to a TSA blog post. Uh, it says the TSA officers discovered the firearms in a carry-on bag at Raleigh-Durham Airport on February 20th. Uh, it says that recently North Carolina's Attorney General joined a federal lawsuit that aims to prevent 3D firearms blueprints from being released online. So this cocksucker here in, in North Carolina, uh, it says Attorney jo General Josh Stein joined the lawsuits by attorneys generals from 19 states and the District of Columbia. Uh, he has a quote in here saying that these 3D firearm blueprints are just as dangerous now as they were when I first sued to prevent them from being publicly available online, said Stein. Letting anyone have access to these files and thus the ability to create undetectable, untraceable guns to hurt others is a major threat to public safety. I will continue to fight to prevent the federal government from making these blueprints available to anyone and everyone. Uh, that is some horse shit. Uh, you know, this is just, I don't know. I mean, it must be election year up there in North Carolina because this is some bullshit uh, headlines, some bullshit story. Uh, I just wanted to point it out just to go show how much the media, I guess, I don't know how you would say it, but basically just fucking chill uh, for the gun control uh, politicians out there. Uh, and at the end of the story, it says between February 10th and 23rd, TSA, TSA says they found 161 firearms. Of the 161 firearms, 145 were loaded and 62 had a round chambered. Uh, I guess that is fucking stupid, uh, but it does say at the very end, replica farms aren't allowed in carry-on bags, but can be packed in check bags. So, fuck it, whatever. This actually next one comes from military.com, uh, and this was published on the 24th. The Navy and Marine Corps. Fuck, I am so sorry, and any Marines out there, I'm sure will want to fucking just chew my head off, but the Navy Marine Corps will prohibit foreign troops from buying and carrying personal weapons as the military continues rolling out new restrictions after a Saudi officer carried out a terrorist attack on a U.S. military base. Now, this is interesting because for those that don't know who have never been in the military uh, or live near military bases, uh, even before I joined the Army, I knew this happened just because I live near an Air Force base and they have a uh, you know, a huge international presence there. Uh, you know, fucking international militaries send their soldiers, airmen, and sailors uh, to U.S. military bases all across the country every year. Uh, and it's part of a, you know, fucking ally building tool that the military does to try and um, fucking, I guess, build good camaraderie. Also, uh, these military men and women, whenever they go back to their home countries, uh, they, you know, a lot of them remember this kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, something that is well documented throughout history. Uh, you know, you had a lot of Japanese forces, uh, military officers go to Germany uh, before World War II to uh, learn German military tactics and leadership and doctrine. Uh, and we see how well that turned out in World War II form, but you know that's the reason, a huge reason, why they ended up joining Axis powers in World War II. Uh, so this is something that is going to happen. It's happened. It's going to continue to happen. Uh, but I guess the military has learned after a Saudi officer carried out that terrorist attack in, uh, I believe it was Pensacola Air Force Base, uh, in regards to shooting uh, military uh, members there. And it's interesting. Um, you know, it's one of those things that 
Uh, I definitely believe people have the right to Second Amendment, uh, but it is the fucking military. And if you've ever been in the military, you know you fucking signed your rights away as soon as you fucking sign that dotted line to say you're a member of the U.S. Armed Forces. So I'm assuming the exact same thing goes with any other military across the country, uh, across the, the world. So if you come to the United States, you have to follow the military doctrine and rules of your host country, uh, of your home country, and that would include, you know following whatever fucking rules and laws that you go to wherever you're stationed. I mean, if you were deployed overseas, you had the same thing happen. Uh, you know, you had certain ROEs uh, whenever you were deployed, all that kind of stuff. So it's the same thing. Um, interesting. I just thought it was an interesting headline to, to put out there and just, you know, let y'all know what's going on uh, in regards to Second Amendment, even not for U.S. citizens, uh, but also for international uh, military forces when they come to the United States. This uh, fucking next thing comes from NJ.com. Uh, this was uh, posted March the 1st, and uh, it says Murphy proposes big height in New Jersey gun fees as some to push some. God damn, y'all. I am so sorry. I can't fucking speak tonight, but forgive me. Uh, but it says Mur Murphy proposes big hike in New Jersey gun fees as some push to relax firearms laws. Uh, and this is Governor Phil Murphy is obviously what they're talking about. Uh, and this is for the third year in a row. Governor Phil Murphy has proposed big increases to more than a dozen gun fees in New Jersey. Uh, things that Murphy is asking, he's asking lawmakers to raise the cost of a $2 gun application to $50 and a firearms ID card from $5 to $100. Uh, he also is proposing a 2.5% tax on firearms and a 10% tax on ammunition. Now, this is something, honestly, I fucking hate it for New Jersey gun owners if this does pass, but I would fucking love to see this go up to the United States Supreme Court. Uh, even though we have a story later on uh, that is, you know, kind of and eh, fucking not so good uh, news story in regards to the Supreme Court. Uh, but I would fucking love to see this be a precedent because, you know, there was such thing as poll taxes. And, you know, just coming out of fucking Black History Month, if you know anything about poll taxes, it was found to be unconstitutional because you cannot charge somebody to exercise their right. Uh, that's why, you know, a lot of people, you know, as long as you're pro-Second Amendment, I don't care. But, you know, a lot of people that uh, had qualms about voter ID laws uh, and the reason they had voter ID laws you know they had qualms with it it's because it costs money to get IDs uh, but like here in the state of Alabama where they have a voter ID law you can actually get a freaking free ID you don't even have to drive to go get that ID somebody will come to your home and they will take your picture they will print you an ID and give it to you at that exact same moment. So, uh, you know, it's no cost to you whatsoever because voting is a constitutional right and owning a firearm is a constitutional right. So I hope that this kind of shit, if it's passed, gets fought all the way to the fucking United States Supreme Court because this will be an amazing precedent set. Uh, it will shoot down all kinds of fucking gun control laws all across the country if that does happen. Um, so if you are in New Jersey or if you're near New Jersey or if you keep up with uh, firearms news, which obviously you do if you listen to this podcast because this is the main segment. We talk about news going on into the gun world uh, all across not only this country but the world, as you will see. Um, but it is amazing. It's awesome. Uh, and... I think this is if this is something that you keep up with, uh, then you need to keep up with this story because if that does happen, that will be a great 
precedent set. And I'm sure the fucking GOA and FPC and FPF and fuck maybe even the NRA is probably going to jump on that like a fat chick on a cupcake because they are salivating for that kind of precedent. This next story comes to us from Guns.com. It was published February 26th, and it says divisive New Mexico gun seizure law or gun seizure bill signed into law. And what this is basically is a red flag law. Uh, it was a narrow vote. The bill squeaked through the Democrat-controlled Senate earlier this month, largely along party lines, in a 22 to 20 vote. While the House greenlighted the proposal, 39-31. So those are narrow margins. Uh, so it should go to say that these Democrats, uh, and you know, I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. Like I said, I don't care what your other political affiliations are, as long as you're a pro-Second Amendment. But in most cases. These are Democrats that pass these kind of laws. Uh, so these Democrats that see these bills passed by a narrow margin need to realize that, it, yeah, you may have the plurality in whatever legislature you're in, uh, but you can see that still a good chunk of your population that you are supposed to represent in that legislature in that legislative body does not want red flag laws, and it is going to be interesting whenever it comes to the. Uh, constitutionality of these red flag laws. Um, so it is interesting in that regard. Uh, it continues to say that arguing the concepts ranges from flawed to downright unconstitutional. 30 of the state's 33 sheriffs opposed the move. And that's something else, uh, again, that these people need to take into effect because who is going to be enforcing, uh, try, you know, who do they want to enforce these laws? It's not going to be the legislatures themselves, uh, the, legis uh, the legislators. It is going to be law enforcement. And if 30 of the 33 sheriffs of that state oppose this, then do you think that they're going to start passing uh, gun sanctuary uh, amendments in county commissions throughout that state? Probably so, especially after Virginia took that humongous step in doing that and showed people from across the country that you don't have to settle for this bullshit anymore. So that is something that the Democratic lawmakers in New Mexico need to fucking look out because that is coming to a county near them. So let's go ahead and start getting on into the next story. And this next story is, again, what we're talking about when I said earlier about the Supreme Court. This comes to us from KSAT.com, and this was published March the 2nd. Uh, Supreme Court justices on Monday rejected an appeal on the federal ban of bump stocks. Uh, so this is basically, if you know, if, and if you've had your head fucking buried in a rock, let me update you. Uh, President Trump, he asked for the ATF to come out with a new ruling on bump stocks saying that bump stocks are basically turning a semi-automatic firearm into a machine gun, even though we all know that is incorrect. Uh, but because of that ruling, it basically made owning a machine gun without the proper ATF paperwork illegal. And any um, retail store selling them without selling the, you know, actually you can't because it is a post 84. So unless you have an SOT and you're wanting to do a law letter, uh, that's the only way you can make a machine gun nowadays because no machine guns can be made after 1984 unless you have an SOT and you have an old law letter. Um, so that's going into a whole bunch of FFL stuff. Uh, so I'm not going to get too in-depth in that. If you want me to get in-depth in that, I'll be more than happy to. Just go ahead and write to us uh, on social media, send us a message, or you can send us a email at 2A Lifestyle. That is the number 2A Lifestyle at mail.com, which is our fucking email, by the way. So if you haven't already, you know, reach out to us on that. Now let's start getting into this, some good shit, some of the good stuff that I have for this 
segment tonight. But and this actually comes to us also from guns.com. But the headline of this is Petition Against Canadian the Canadian Gun Ban Makes History. And this was published on February 21st. And what this says is on February 6, 2020, the petition against liberals proposed ban of military assault rifles closed with record results. The petition ET3 or 2341, which opened on December 17, 2019, garnered a total of 175,310 signatures, the most signatures for any type of petition in the history of Canada. If passed, the government would begin a buyback program, much like New Zealand, despite the fact that the Public Safety Canada still has no legal definition as to what a military assault rifle is. The Liberals, meanwhile, have repeatedly emphasized a ban would not target hunters. The Minister of Public Safety, Bill Blair, has estimated that the buyback program would cost between 400 to $600 million. According to studies, there are approximately 250,000 semi-automatic rifles owned in Canada. Though they are already have been heavily regulated, owning an AR-15 in Canada requires a restricted license, and the owner can only shoot at a licensed club. Uh, but that is amazing uh, that 175,000 Canadians have come together and signed a petition, a verified petition, which is, you know, you actually have to verify you are John Doe uh, and you live in Canada. Uh, so 175,000 signatures of 175,000 Canadians has said, no, we do not want a military, a, you know, fucking forced buyback of military quote-unquote, military assault rifles, which is basically modern sporting rifles. Uh, it's horseshit. And that is amazing, uh, Canada. I know you listen to this podcast. I was uh, you know, looking at the statistics, statistics earlier, and that is amazing. Y'all keep up that fucking good work up there. This next uh, news story comes to us from Gat Daily, and this was published on February 28th. Uh, its headline is, Tennessee with Governor's Urging Looks at Constitutional Carry Legislation. This is amazing. Governor Lee announced legislation to remove handgun carry permits within Tennessee. So this is an administration bill. It is going to be introduced as an administration bill. And it's kind of interesting because, you know, I think this is stuff that you kind of need to know. Uh, it actually starts off, what is an administration bill? It is a legislation proposed at the specific request of the governor by the head of the legislative body and not by a normal legislative member. So this is actually a bill introduced by the governor. And he is, obviously, since he's introduced to the motherfucker, uh, he wants this motherfucker passed. So this bill would not only allow Tennessee residents the right to carry without a permit, but also would introduce stricter penalties to those who commit a crime involving a farm. Uh, increase in penalties would be introduced to those who steal a farm, including a mandatory minimum sentence of those who steal a farm, uh, which is good because, honestly, being in law enforcement, I know most firearms that are used in violent crimes are you are stolen firearms. It's dumb motherfuckers that leave their handguns in a car, uh, whether it's locked or unlocked, uh, and somebody breaks into their car and they steal their shit. So this is awesome. If Tennessee gets constitutional carry, go Tennessee. If you have, if you live in Tennessee, fucking talk to your state legislatures and tell them you want this bill passed. This next news story also comes to us from Gat Daily. Uh, this is kind of interesting. Uh, this is published on February 27th, and this is the IWA, which is the, basically the European SHOT Show, has been postponed to coronavirus. Uh, this is stating that it was planned uh, from 6th March to 9th March of 2020 uh, to an un uh, unknown yet date to be determined. Uh, basically what they're doing is they don't want the spread of the coronavirus. If you've ever been to SHOT Show, I personally have not been yet. I am fucking crossing my fingers I'm going to go next year uh, with y'all support. Hopefully that can make we can make that happen. 
But SHOT Show, uh, everybody talks about the SHOT Show flu. I mean, everybody that goes to SHOT Show, SHOT Show basically gets sick because you're fucking shaking hands. You have a massive amount of people crowded into a small area, uh, you know, and especially here uh, in America, SHOT Show is basically during the height of the flu season. Uh, so all the fucking flus get together and they become one big badass flu and they spread out to everybody. And that's why it's called the SHOT Show flu. Uh, you know, that's fucking biology. It's fucking science. Um, and so it's interesting that the European shot show has been uh, postponed because of the coronavirus, because, um, you know, personally, uh, you know, this is a second amendment podcast. Uh, but you know, I have my own personal thoughts and feelings about the coronavirus. You know, I think it's, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to get into it. Fuck it. That's the story. Let's go on to the next one. Uh, this is a, another great gun uh, community victory going on. Uh, a constitutional carry bill has been proposed in Louisiana. Again, if you live in Louisiana, you need to fucking call your representatives and support this bill. This comes to us from MLN. It was posted on February 27th. Uh, and the, const- or the headline is support the constitutional carry bill in Louisiana. It is HB 72. Uh, and this would basically, again, give you the right to carry a firearm without any kind of concealed carry firearms license. Uh, so if you live in fucking Louisiana, actually, it's amazing. Go to Land, look up, support the Constitutional Carry Bill of Louisiana, and there's actually a link where you can find out who your state representative and senator is. So you can go call them, figure out who it is. You can call them, write them, email them, whatever you need to do, just bombard them to let them know this is something that you support and they should support your Second Amendment rights. Let's go on into the next fucking bit, and this is hilarious. If you uh, are been paying attention to the Democratic debates, which it has been an hilarious, entertaining, uh, you know, I just watch it for the entertainment value, fucking let alone, uh, but fucking crazy Uncle Joe Biden has made an outrageous claim that 150 million people are killed in America by guns, uh, and this is amazing this was published by well it's been all over fucking social media but this particular news article comes to us from Emmeland uh, and it was published on February 26 2020 and uh, let's go ahead and just play a little clip why not only one that ever got it done nationally I beat the NRA twice I got assault weapons banned I got magazines that could not hold more than 10 rounds in them I got them eliminated except we had a thing called an election with hanging chads in Florida and it was not reauthorized in addition to that I passed the Brady bill with waiting periods I led that fight but my friend and my right and others have in fact also given to the gun manufacturers absolute immunity Imagine if I stood here and said we give immunity to drug companies, we give immunity to tobacco companies. That has caused carnage on our streets. 150 million people have been killed since 2006. All right, well, that was that fucking clip from crazy old jungle uh, Joe Biden. And uh, if you haven't paid attention, uh, Super, Tuesdays, Super Tuesday is actually tomorrow. So uh, it's a Tuesday. If you haven't uh, already, go ahead and go vote if, you're plan- if you haven't planned on to. Uh, if you aren't registered too fucking bad, it is too late for you to register. And you should probably register before the general election. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, you know, again, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for because this isn't that kind of politics. But... Fucking vote for somebody that is not wanting to infringe on your rights, uh, primarily the Second Amendment. Let's go on to the next story, and this story is also coming to us from Ameland. 
and its headline is Oregon how is it possible for people writing laws to be this painfully stupid uh, this is amazing and it goes on to state that last night the Oregon House Rules Committee passed an amendment of HB 4005A the lock up all guns bill to the full house floor the bill moved out on a straight party line vote the amendment was added the last night with a dash 12 amendment which may not be included yet to the website version of the bill but it would be part of the final bill of the floor the key part of the amendment says control means in relation to a firearm a that a person is in sufficiently close proximity to the firearm to prevent another person who is not authorized person from attaining the firearm or b that a person is in the person's residence with the firearm either alone or only with authorized persons who also live in the residence and who are not minors and the doors and windows of the residence are closed and locked um yeah, so basically it says you would not be allowed to be alone if you wondered how is it possible for people writing laws to be this painfully stupid. Um, yeah, so who would so basically from my undertaking from my understanding of this bill is that if you have a child, you're not allowed to own firearms because uh, you can't have a minor there in the in the residence um, with you know that they're not authorized and. It, you're not allowed to have any fucking guest over if you don't think that they, you know, if they're not authorized to have that vi- that fucking firearm. Um, all kinds of crazy shit. It's fucking stupid. You know, it goes on and on and, you know, basic, it's, I just, it hurts my head. It fucking hurts my head, folks. It really fucking hurts my head. God, it just fucking retarded people fucking thinking they knows what's best for us. That's basically what it is. Um, and let's go ahead and start, you know, closing out this main segment. And this comes to us from Pew Pew Tactical. And I thought this was interesting because I'm actually in the market right now for a uh, a firearm. I'm looking at getting a AR-1522. So basically, the Smith and Wesson MP-1522 uh, or whatever it's called. Uh, but you know what I'm fucking talking about. My head's hurting from t- thinking about Oregon dumbasses. Um, but this article says the 10 best online gun stores 2020 new and used uh and this is you know lives gives us a list of of uh fucking firearm uh sellers and their online gun stores uh the best online gun stores number one is the kentucky gun company now uh, this is a massive online gun shop uh number two brownells fucking brownells is amazing they're amazing folks uh pete brownell who own uh runs you know brownells is an amazing advocate for the second amendment community and uh, you know even if something is going to cost maybe a few bucks more i suggest that you still go buy from brownells because the money that they make they're going to use for the betterment of our community um and i highly endorse that fucking statement there Number three is Gun Broker, the auction route. That's exactly what I'm looking at. Uh, I'm not going to tell you which ones I'm looking at or what the prices are because I don't want you to go fucking uh, flood my fucking uh, bids that I'm looking at getting because uh, I want to buy that shit on the cheap. Number four is Arms List. Arms List to me is not only, uh, it can be a good place to find shit. Uh, I personally have better luck finding accessories in my state for uh, Gun Broker. I'm sorry, not Gun Broker, Arms List. Uh, because a lot of people fucking, they charge entirely too much for shit on arms list. And, uh, so, and it's, it's hilarious. There used to be, uh, a fucking Facebook group about, uh, derp list. 
and it was just basically dumb fucking ads that were on arms list and it was hilarious um they did unfortunately it's not around anymore because it got zucked number five is sportsman warehouse uh, sportsman warehouse is a great website it is really go uh, really cool they have a lot of cool stuff on there um and also something else, you know, this is something that we're going to be putting on our uh, website once we get it updated and a little bit more expansive, so that way we can do uh, articles on there and stuff. Um, Armslet, not Armslet, fucking Sportsman's Warehouse, Brownells. Uh, you know, we have affiliate links whenever we post stuff on the social media uh, of cool, you know, sales and stuff that we found. Uh, Palmetto State Armory, uh, we have affiliate links. So anything that you purchase from them by clicking on one of our affiliate links. Um, we get a little piece of that. So if you don't want to, you know, if you can't support us uh, on Patreon, we understand. You know, I'm a fucking single dad uh, of two kids. I work full time as a law enforcement officer, so I'm not fucking making a killing. Um, so I understand that, but you're going to be buying gun shit anyways. So go ahead and click on our affiliate links. And even if like, say for example, like we post an affiliate link for Palmetto State Armory of some uh, ammo. And you don't buy the ammo, but there's something else on Panamata State Armory that you are going to buy. You know, through that affiliate link, it still shows us as directing you to their website. So we still get a cut of whatever you buy there, and that really helps us out. Uh, again, that money goes to the podcast. It goes to uh, for us to go to things like uh, last year we did. Um, the quantified performance. Uh, we're going to be doing NRAM this year. Uh, hopefully, we're going to be doing some other stuff. I'm wanting to go to Shot Show next year. Uh, so, any help with that can help uh, us on the podcast for that kind of shit. Uh, the next number six is Rainier Arms. Uh, Rainier Arms does have some cool shit. Uh, the next one is Rifle Gear. Uh, honestly, I have not heard about Rifle Gear. I might feel kind of stupid not knowing about Rifle Gear, uh, but yeah, that's on here. Uh, it was a Southern California store, now it's in Texas. Uh, you probably stopped by. Says you probably stopped by Rifle Gear's sweet store, uh, but it's an online store, so hmm, gonna have to fucking check that out. Number eight is Euro Optic Snipers Paradise. Uh, they have a bunch of high-end scopes. I've definitely heard that. Definitely want to start getting into the PR, uh, PRS uh, fucking market. And um, number nine is Guns.com. Guns.com. I fucking use a lot for our. Uh, uh, sources on our shit, and I have seen that they sell some stuff there. Uh, pretty good site, and of course, number ten is Palmetto State. Liars, a lot of hate for Palmetto State, but you know I like how Palmetto State uh, offers a wide selection of stuff for people that are, you know, it, they have some lower end stuff, of course, but they also have some higher end stuff. They sell, uh, you know, Trijicon, uh, they sell EOTech. Uh, they sell, you know, a lot of high brand, you know, high name stuff. So, you know, a lot of people shit on Palmetto State for just their brand stuff, but I like it just because it helps the average Joe who is just getting into firearms or maybe they don't have the resources financially that they can use to buy like a uh, LaRue Tactical or a Sons of Liberty Gunwork or a Knight's Armament Company uh, AR-15. They can purchase Palmetto State and they can still at least protect themselves uh, just generally. Uh, and they can go out and enjoy the shooting sports. So, you know, we like to make fun of each other in regards to the guns community, but that is what I like about them. All right, let's go ahead, and that's going to end our main segment. Let's go ahead and start getting into the gun gear news and reviews. R.I.P. Willy Wonka, watch the roof. Come on. I pull up in that candy paint, call it Baruch. 
You cheated and you lied, you broke the rules, my dog. Now you wanna come around when there's food involved. Hell no, let the truth be told, I'm in the Gucci rope with the dookie rope and little Boosie on. I'm eating sushi rolls, doing the Tootsie roll. Think about future goals, hit it with you. Right, let's start getting into the gun gear news and reviews. And on this segment, we have uh, some interesting stuff that's going on. Sig Sauer introduces an eco. Uh, Echo 3 thermal reflex sight with a bullet drop technology. So this is pretty interesting. Looks fucking kind of futuristic, but looks pretty fucking cool. Uh, it is six hours. Electrical Optics is releasing uh, the Echo 3. Um, it is using utilizing the six hour BDX technology with the capability to capture images and record video in eight different color palettes. Uh, it is ultra compact. Uh, and it is the innovative uh, direct view thermal display on the Echo 3 is a massive improvement over traditional eyepiece uh, style thermals, which induce eye fatigue and force the shooter to look through the sight. Uh, the Echo 3 allows the shooter to sit back and view the thermal display. And when the target are identified, the new BDX reticle technology allows for exact aiming solutions in real time. This is pretty interesting. You can either get it in 1x6 magnification or 2x12 magnification. Uh, like I said, it is equipped with the Ballistic Data Exchange uh, 2.0, and the Echo 3 can be used with nine different onboard smart BDC ballistic holdover reticles, or it can be paired with any kill, uh, kilo, bot or kilo BDX rangefinder. Uh, the Echo 3 features a motion-activated MOTAC display that powers up when the senses motion uh, with over six hours of continuous runtime. Pretty fucking awesome. And it offers video and image recording in eight different color palettes, like I said. Uh, that is pretty interesting. The thermal uh, reflex sight, it is going for a whopping in the 1x6, $3899. So basically $3,900. And the 2x12, fucking $5,200. But if you're looking for thermal sights, this is interesting. It is done by SIG. So SIG is a well-known brand. Uh, don't know how well they are known in the thermal imaging side of uh, optics, but I'm sure because it's SIG that they'll probably stand behind their shit and if something goes wrong they will fix it like they have with their SIG 320 whenever they had issues with it. The next one, uh, the fucking product that we're going to go over is Blue Force Gear uh, Lightweight Molly Minus Belt. Uh, this was displayed at SHOT Show and this is actually pretty pretty cool, a little pretty damn interesting. Um, it is a smaller profile belt uh, and it has molly around it. It kind of looks like uh, some other Blue Force gear belts that I've seen to where uh, it has the belt going on the outside of the molly uh, around the buckle itself and around the very back uh, to where it looks like you know the small the back is. Um, it is Velcro. It is breathable uh, and uh, it also comes with a cushioning pad as well if you wanted to have that cushioning pad on the inside. Uh, the load-bearing version uh, has been sh had gone through 3,500-pound tensile strength, uh, and it has two uh, safety line hard points built in. Um, now, here is the kicker on that, though. This bitch is a little expensive. Uh, the solid inner belt version uh, will run you about 240 but if you're looking for the vented inner belt with the load-bearing outer belt, it's going to sit you back around 240 uh, And even looking at the Blue Force Alpha Gear or the Blue Force Gear uh, website, I don't see it doesn't even have a fucking price on it. It just says have a question, um, send me a question, no reviews, anything like that. Uh, so, but I mean, it's a pretty badass looking belt, honestly. Blue uh, Force Gear has 
come out with good shit as well in the in the past, and it's always held up pretty good for everybody I know that uses them. Um, so, and that's a little bit. I guess maybe on the higher end, I guess you could say, of uh, what some good battle belts cost. So it's not too bad, um, but it's, you know, not, you know, economic either, I guess you could say. You know, not fucking, it's not, you know, Condor quality, it's fucking Blue Force gear. Uh, But, you know, again, you're paying for the Blue Force gear price on that. And also it's kind of like the newer shit that they're offering. So, uh, but it's pretty cool, uh, you know. Battle belts when they first were kind of coming out, they were like you know the six to eight inch high, you know thick stuff, uh, and now I got a minimalist blue uh, minim- minimalist battle belt myself that I use at work whenever I go do uh, you know high risk uh, rest warrants and stuff like that. Next uh, story comes to us from Gat Daily, and this is kind of more on news. I decided to put this in the gear segment just because uh, this is some pretty cool gear, and uh, it is interesting that the Marine Corps is going to this. Uh, but Trigicon has been adopted uh, in regards to a 1x8x28 rifle scope uh, that the Marine Corps is now going to be outfitting on their rifles. And it's basically an LPVO. Um, and the contract is for 64 million motherfucking dollars. So it is, I mean, I'm telling you, the Marine Corps is fucking killing it lately because they got this on there. And then now I read today that the Marine Corps is wanting to up their minimum AFQT score from, I think it's like right now, like 26 or some shit like that to 41. And the average uh, AFQT minimum score for like the Army and the Navy is 31 and the Air Force is 36. Uh, So, you know, them wanting to up their score uh, is basically saying we're tired of having dumb shits eating crayons. We want to start bringing in, you know, the smartest people into the Marine Corps, uh, which is, you know, good on them. But, you know, that's why they're the smallest branch in the military as well. Uh, And they have to steal the Army shit is because they don't have enough money. You know, Ergo spending $64 million on a fucking LPVO. But it is Trigicon. And, uh, you know, they don't have that many fucking, you know, Marines in the core to fucking fight in the fighting force. But anyway, um, it is interesting. Uh, it is waterproof up to 66 feet. Uh, it's pretty, pretty badass. Uh, this is, you know, the VCOG. So that's uh, pretty cool news. Good on the Marine Corps for, uh, you know, being kind of up to date with tactics, going with the LPVO versus. Uh, you know, like the Trigicon uh, ACOGs that the Army has, uh, you know, three times magnification only. Uh, so you can adjust it on, you know, this uh, the VCOG that they have there. Next bit of news comes to us from the personaldefenseworld.com, uh, Honor Defense Pro 9. This is a pistol, pistol with gold trim uh, and 10 round mags. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty sexy, I'm not gonna lie. Kind of looks sexy. Uh, it's got a uh, windows on the slide and the serrations, so you can see through and see the um, barrel, which is a gold barrel. Got a gold flat face trigger. Uh, pretty sexy little Gucci gun, and uh, it doesn't give a price. What do you know? Um, it's got it on the website. Let's click the link. And like I was saying earlier, this comes with uh, two 10-round magazines. This is 100% US ma- USA-made, ported barrel, gold barrel, gold two-piece, tactical flat trigger. Um, it's assembled by veterans, ambidextrous uh, design, uh, no trigger pull for disassembly, and a crown barrel for accuracy, which is pretty badass. 
Um, and in regards to their pistols, doesn't fucking say. What the fuck? Need to work on their motherfucking website is what they need to do. Anywho, uh, that's a uh, new pistol that's come out. Checking out Honor Guard. Um, it's a sexy pistol. It, it kind of looks, honestly, I hate to say it, looks like the G3 um, uh, fucking Taurus in regards to the grip. Um, but the the slide, you know, obviously, it all kind of looks like fucking Glock and, and design and everything it does. Uh, but it's sexy. All right, well, that is going to end our gun gear news and reviews, and let's start heading into the culture segment. All right, in this culture segment, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite cult classic fucking movies, and that is Mars Attacks. And if you haven't seen this, fucking fix yourself and go check it out. Uh, if you got to rent it for like two bucks on Amazon or whatever the fuck your streaming service is, do it. Um, this is a 1996 science fiction comedy directed by Tim Burton, and it has amazing all-star cast, including Glenn Close, Jim Brown, Pam Greer, Pierce Brosnan, Michael J. Fox, Jack Black, Annette Bening, uh, Joe Don Baker, Natalie Portman, Danny DeVito, Rod Steiger, and Jack Nicholson in dual roles. Jack Nicholson plays two fucking people in that movie doing it uh, when Eddie Murphy was kind of fucking doing that shit with uh, the Nutty Professor and stuff. Uh, but basically what this is is some fucking big brain Martians come to attack Earth and take it over. And it is about those group of people in their roles of how they are dealing with the invasion from Mars. And it's got some kind of cool old guns into it because it's kind of like taken back to almost like an old uh, black and white video uh, movie of like when the day the Earth stood still on um, or uh, War of the Worlds kind of deal. Uh, on how the U.S. you know fights back, uh, it has the uh, M14, uh, which is the the uh, fucking like army gun, the army rifle that they use. Uh, they have the M1911A1 again. Uh, the soldiers using that. You had the Breda 92FS, which is what the uh, Secret Service use in regards to the president who is Chuck Nicholson. Uh, that's what they're carrying when they're protecting him from the Martians. You had the Colt official police, uh, which is what John. Uh, Joe Don Baker had, uh, who was Jack Black's daddy in that motherfucker. Uh, and then you had the Browning M2HB, uh, which you had uh, mounted on top of tanks uh, in regards to the military again as well. And then you had the Browning M1919, uh, and that was attached to the old Jeep Willys, uh, the Jeeps there. Uh, you also had some uh, micro Uzis, which is also what some of the Secret Service had. And then you also had the old-fashioned 12-gauge double-barrel shotgun, and you had a single-barrel shotgun. Uh, it looks like H&R's 12-gauge and the Charles Parker 1878 side-by-side shotgun. Uh, that's what the parents had. And then you had an old 
Winchester Model 1912, uh, and that was given also kind of like, you know, we're going to defend this fucking trailer from these Martians. Uh, it's a fucking hilarious movie. Uh, it's so fucking funny, and it is great. Again, if you haven't seen Mars Attacks, and if even if you don't like fucking sci-fi, you should probably still go check it out because it is hilarious in regards to the comedy, uh, the, the comedic value of it. It's fucking awesome. So go check out Mars Attacks if you haven't, uh, or even fucking go on YouTube and just look at some of the clips because the clips are hilarious. Uh, that is going to be our culture segment. Let's go ahead and start wrapping the show up. To the sides of my mind, I kind of help. Had to die in heaven just to get to hell. Fell in the lights when out now. My real friends act like they don't know me. This headache's giving me a nosebleed. My silence is killing me slowly. I can't keep shining it out. And I've been suffering and making friends with all my sins. I need saving, I need saving. Well, guys, that is going to be the end of this podcast of the 2A Lifestyle. Sorry, it's kind of run a little late. Uh, there just wasn't a whole lot for me to dive into in regards to um, fucking news and that I saw anyway. Uh, you know, I've been looking for the past few days and trying, you know, digging up stories, and that's all the kind of the shit that I found. Uh, so there wasn't really a whole lot for me to dig into and just kind of sink my teeth in. We are getting closer to NRAM, uh, so the sooner and cl- you know the closest we get to NRAM, uh, the more we're probably going to have in regards to that. Also, Super Tuesday is tomorrow. I'm going to be going out and vote, and I hope you shoot sure shit do too. Um, you know, if you don't, hey, fuck, that's just your right as much to vote as it is not to. Uh, but that's what I'm going to be doing, and there's probably some more shit we're going to be able to talk about that as well. But that is going to be the end of this episode of the 2A Lifestyle. Again, if you haven't already, go ahead and check out our social media. We have a Facebook page. It is under the number 2A Lifestyle. We have an Instagram page. It is 2 spelled out T-W-O-A Lifestyle. And we have a Patreon. If you want to go ahead and support us, you can support us as little as $1 a month, and we greatly appreciate it. Uh, As I was talking about earlier, we have affiliate links. We post stuff on our social media every so often of different stuff that we have affiliate links with. Palmetto State Armory, Brownells. Uh, fucking even AR500, we have an affiliate link with them. Um, so once we get our website up and going, we'll have a just a steady, uh, you know, link just to the websites using our affiliate links. So if you want to, you know, purchase anything, go check us out on our website. Once we get that up and going, and click on our affiliate link so we can get a credit to sales that helps us, you know, keeps this podcast going in regards to publishing it. Uh, it helps us upgrade the stuff that we're going to be doing. We're going to be having a YouTube, TikTok. We're going to be posting some hilarious videos, uh, so that's going to be some shit that you're going to have to look forward to. Uh, and also helps us whenever we go do these trips, go to NRAM, go to uh, big shooting matches where we can cover uh, you know, big shooting matches and also make out contacts in regards to companies in the farms industry that we want to have on. And also, if you want to have somebody that's on the farm, you know, in the farms industry on our show, reach out to us. Uh, we, you know, we had a lot of great guests on late last year and all those guests were, uh, you know, except for Ash Hess, who I met at quantified performance, all those great guests were suggestions from you guys, the listeners. And, you know, this is a listener driven podcast. If you have any suggestions on what we want to do, what we should do, what we can do to make this better, to make it more enjoyable for y'all, just fucking reach out to us. You know, I'm, uh, I think I'm a pretty open, okayed guy. Uh, I'll fucking listen to it. You can say it's a piece of shit, but hey, fucking tell me why it's a piece of shit. Um, but, you know, we are getting hundreds and thousands of downloads every week, uh, you know, all over the world. 
And uh, you can see, you know, I was saying fucking California, Texas, Georgia, Pennsylvania. Y'all are fucking killing it and listening to us. Y'all really like our podcast. And, uh, you know, Arizona, fucking, it's all gravy. So uh, appreciate you guys listening to us. And until then, uh, we will have another episode in two weeks. And until then, just continue to be enjoying that 2A life. It's like a roundabout.